0: The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast- myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we are going to discuss the seven heavenly virtues. What virtues constituted the seven heavenly virtues changed over time, So, we are going to begin with the first iteration and continue on through to the version that's still predominant today in Christianity. Let's get into it. The seven heavenly virtues can be broken down into two groups, the four cardinal virtues, which are rooted in ancient philosophy and come from man, and the three theological virtues, which are rooted in religion and come from God. The dividing line between these two groups is the boundary between mortality and divinity. The four cardinal virtues, temperance, justice, prudence, and fortitude, are innate to humanity. On the other hand, the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and love, love being the greatest of the three, are not accessible to humanity by themselves, requiring the assistance of God. Pertaining to Christianity, the four cardinal virtues were grouped together by Ambrose, a fourth-century theologian, and were subsequently adopted by the Church. These four virtues stem from a much older philosophical tradition that can be traced back to ancient Greece, beginning to coalesce in the pre-Socratic era, then becoming more concrete through the works of Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. The three theological virtues, by contrast, are enshrined in scripture, named by Paul the Apostle in Corinthians 13. So faith, hope, and love remain, but the greatest of these is love. Prudentius, a 5th century writer, wrote a poem called Psychomachia. In this work, the seven virtues are personified as seven women, and the seven vices are personified as seven women. And this story is basically about virtue overcoming vice, each virtuous personification overcoming the countervailing personification of vice. Faith overcomes the worship of false gods, chastity cuts down lust, patience vanquishes wrath. Humility buries pride in a pit, sobriety counteracts indulgence and invigorates the other virtues, good works throttles greed, and concordia dominates discordia, pinning her tongue down with a spear and halting her breath. You probably noticed that the seven virtues and the seven vices delineated in Psychomachia don't match up with the four cardinal virtues and three heavenly virtues discussed earlier. The reason for this is that Prudentius exercised a healthy amount of creative license. Issuing the traditional list in lieu of his own rendition. And while not accurate in a theological sense, Psychomachia was a seminal work that popularized the concept of the heavenly virtues with medieval writers. It catapulted the dichotomy of virtue and vice into the collective consciousness of the time, giving it unprecedented prominence, adding to the zeitgeist of that era. About 100 years later, in 590 AD, Pope Gregory I revised the seven deadly sins, changing the list, which necessitated the updating of the seven heavenly virtues because the heavenly virtues and the deadly sins are diametrically opposed, meaning that when a new set of deadly sins was conceived of and ratified, the virtues had to change so that they continued to exist antithetically in relation to their sinful counterparts. Today, they are chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. Chastity involves purity and self-control, particularly in matters of sexuality and relationships. Temperance involves moderation and self-restraint, particularly in relation to food, drink, and other pleasures. Charity involves the giving of oneself to others, particularly in terms of compassion, kindness, and generosity. Diligence involves a strong work ethic and a commitment to excellence in all aspects of one's life. Patience involves the ability to endure difficult or challenging situations with grace and composure. Kindness involves treating others with compassion, empathy, and understanding. Humility involves recognizing one's own limitations and weaknesses and having a modest and respectful attitude towards others. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like and subscribe.